Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. Welcome back to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen. With me, my new co-host, Donald Thomas. Donald, how are you doing, my guy? How, how, how have you been? I've been good, man. I'm, I'm glad to be here. It's, you know, week two of the NFL season. Leaving Colts podcast. We're here for the year. It's a great feeling. Thank you for having me. Uh, I look forward to uh, talking Colts and talking football and, and uh, breaking this thing down. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a lot to go over. We're getting ready to go over the uh, Indianapolis Colts traveling to NRG Stadium to face the Houston Texans uh, this Sunday. We'll probably go a little little bit over what we uh what we saw from uh this past Sunday against Jacksonville. Um there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot that we ain't gonna be able to cover in this episode that we're gonna have to probably uh do in a in a different episode because there's so before we started on here, we started talking and we were talking for a half an hour about just just different stuff that could definitely be filled in uh in 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 future shows so uh I, I can't wait to really get this started with you this season um again uh offensive minded guy offensive line former offensive lineman you're a coach a trainer and you know that's that's a lot of insight that uh i think is going to be incredibly valuable not just to myself but those watching the show so appreciate you being here my guy no doubt all right so before we get into it i want to remind everybody that bet online is your number one source for all your betting needs get the latest odds lines and matchup reports for baseball boxing golf nfl and more bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action Remember, use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. So let's start, let's start the show off a little bit by kind of going over what we saw this past Sunday against Jacksonville. And uh, was there anything that you saw that kind of worried you? Not, not necessarily... Uh, you know, works in progress of the youth, but something that you're like, okay, this is this is a problem that needs to be fixed now or we're going to have issues the rest of the season. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's week one, so you can you can cherry pick whatever from any any phase of the, of the game. Uh, my biggest takeaway was in the fourth quarter on defense. I think defense played a somewhat solid game game overall for the Colts but when it was time for the defense to really buckle down um and we had the turnover and the score and they scored twice in like 60 something seconds like we like like there was so much breakdown like the strength of this defense is the defensive line in my opinion 1000 like their their effectiveness to get to the quarterback it just went away all of a sudden Right. And the linebacking core covering these receivers and these tight ends, I just didn't see it just the, the 
it just wasn't there as far as it was just too many too many breakdowns in that short span of time when you have a rookie quarterback, right? And so you're trying to keep this game within reach, and we just break down like that in the fourth quarter. Like we've got to become a fourth quarter football team, and I think that's been an Achilles' heel for the Colts for a very very long time of being a fourth quarter team. It's like either they they sink or swim in the fourth quarter. And like we've got to we we've got to we've got to swim in the fourth quarter, right? We can't just go downhill because the game is sixty minutes, and we got to play all sixty. And I felt like the Colts put together a pretty competitive forty something minutes of football, and then we just kind of like, yeah. So there's got to be more urgency when it comes on comes to defense because we're we we kind of know what we're going to get on offense right now. We the run games are work in progress. The quarterbacks are work in progress. Offensive lines are working. I mean, the, the whole offense is a work in progress. And we're going to take baby steps to start off with the season of getting the feel for it, getting Richardson comfortable, you know, finding out what this run game is going to look like, trying to turn turn the rot the bottom of the roster, of the NFL, to try to find a running back to bring in and roster moves to try to you know change that room up. Are you going to have Jonathan Taylor back week five? He was coming off the PUP list. Is he even going to be motivated to play? So we're trying to figure out what the run game is going to be. We just don't have a run game right now, but we really don't have my opinion, you know, um, we don't have that mindset right now of who we're going to be. It's right. It's just a, it's an evolution every week of what this offense is going to turn into. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to kind of stack on top of that, kind of similar to last year, right, where you would see the defense would play great half, maybe three quarters of a game, and then, you know, things would kind of fall apart. My my thing is, is – there's a lot of weight on the shoulders of the defense when you have an offense that is, as you said, a work in progress with the offensive line, the rookie quarterback, running game not working properly. And, you know, that defense was very stiff. Like you said, three quarters of the game, very stiff. They, they were making plays. They were getting stops. They were doing great. The offense has to find a way to help a little bit as well, right? They got to be able to string some together some uh, first downs to give the defense a bit of a breather, right? Between the times that they're on the field, because you go out there and you have a three and out, or you have four or five plays, and then you know next thing you know it's a turnover because of a fumble or an interception or something like that. That's putting even more weight on on the on the shoulders of the defense. Now, these are all professionals. These are guys that are paid to do this. And it's not just one individual player. That's that's why you have depth, right, to be able to move guys in and out and keep guys fresh for, for that type of situation. But the offense, the offense also had that, that change in the fourth quarter, right, where in the first three quarters, I thought they looked good, you know, outside of the run game. Now, the run game looked poor the whole day. But when it came to the pass, passing game, I thought Richardson looked nice. I thought the uh, he was accurate. He, yes, he was, you know, limited. seemed like he was limited on the kind of passes he was making. Um, I, I think that has to do with more uh, what the coaches were wanting him to do more than, you know, his own personal decision-making in, in some aspects. But the, the play calls – looked completely different from the first quarter to the fourth quarter. First oh, yeah. quarter, you were seeing pistol formations and and uh, 
you know, movement and things of that nature where, you know, you were just, you had different things moving around and stuff that you're just not, I saw a play where literally the tight end was lined up as the left tackle. Okay. And, And yeah. And I'm like, what? And then the left tackle was actually the right tackle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, actually, he's kind of playing <laughs> the tight end position as an eligible. Right. Uh, yeah. He went outside. What I yep. can see. Yes. Yep. And I was like, this is stuff that I love seeing. This is new stuff that's going to put a wrinkle on the offense. It's going to make, you know, defenses go, oh, I got to think about what I'm doing here. Yeah. Um, that was stuff we didn't see in the fourth quarter. It became more basic RPO, shotgun, uh, you know, things of that nature. And it made it easier, I think, for defenses to kind of clamp down yeah. on the offense. So so I'm glad you picked up, picked up on that and you saw that, right? And you have to look at it from a lens of an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. At that point, there's two different types. In my opinion, I, I play for a number of office coordinators, and there's some that are just like, they don't care what it is. I, we're, like, this is my offense. This is what I run. We're going to stick to this. We're going to stay in the game with this, right? And then there's always the, the coordinators that kind of change up as the game goes from this is who I am, this is what we run, to survival mode, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying that's what the OC did in this game, but you saw how they changed up. They got more traditional. They got more vanilla. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that might not be who the coach really are right now is to be a vanilla team where we're just like we come and we line up like this and we're in a traditional, you know, traditional sets. And we just got, you know, two by two formations, blah, 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 because now it's given the defense less to think about and they can really stick to their guns and play. And you're not fooling anybody in what you're doing. You're not putting guys in motion. And that's something that the Colts really are going to really need. Um, a lot of moving parts before the ball snap, a lot of having the defense, you see them checking it, you know, you, you getting the, the linebackers, getting the D line lined up correctly. And we snap the ball and we're off. And we, we, we get eight yards on a play because the defense couldn't even get lined up to where now it's like, you're playing from behind. Everyone's kind of getting tense and tight and the, and the play calling goes to just some basic formation with some basic route running and you know what is when you know what's coming and the defense is like, oh, we know what this is. We saw this on film. We sit back, we just go ahead and pick this thing off, or we know what's what's coming. It's just like the first play of the game for the Colts. Mm-hmm. That, you know, because there's a script. And we go yeah. over this script the night before. We say, hey, these are the first 10 plays that we're coming out. So you guys know what these first 10 plays are going to be. That first play was going to be a screen. Well, they yep. knew when they saw that at three receiver set over there, what the what the maybe one or two possibilities were. And then you saw just from there, I said, this is when I I like to look at it like I know the team's going to have a problem from the first play on offense or defense for that team, for that possession. When I saw how aggressive Jacksonville was on that screenplay, they knew it was coming. And I believe it was Pittman that was blocking. He had no shot at blocking that, that corner. And that corner was way more aggressive. They knew it was coming and they came downhill right away and it was just like but the play was already predetermined mm-hmm. we want to get the ball out of your hands quick you don't have to do any reach just turn throw the football get it out we'll see what we can get we get a couple yards next play next play next play and it just what i just saw i was like yeah they're aggressive they want to rattle you know the coach quick i, I want to see the coach respond and come back have a good drive they don't need a score yeah we, we don't i don't need a score on the first opening drive i want to see what type of team i have 
Let's mm -hmm. get a couple first downs. Let's move the football. Let's establish something like, hey, we came to play too. Y'all ain't going to just bully us around the field. We came to play too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I did like – I actually thought that the screen play out of that bunch formation uh, was a good play as a first play for, you know, the rookie quarterback to kind of get that out of the system, get yeah. that first completion, right? It's an easy, quick completion. If you get something out of it, great. If not – you know, it's no no big loss right away, right? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. more settle that rookie's nerves. Get right? your first completion. Just get a yep. completion. Get that ball off because I tell you what, it felt different. Throwing that football felt different. My mm -hmm. first play of my NFL career, it was just a simple – it was inside zone. It felt different. It was not different. It was football, right? But it just – it just it's your nerves. You're a human being. You just got to get that out of your system – that you can be like, all right, I'm good. First play's over yeah. with. Let's just go play. And you just have to help him out that way. And it's, you know, it's no different for anybody. Absolutely. Like you said, it's, it's nerves for everything. Once you get that play out of the way, maybe a couple more, and then it just starts settling in. And it's the, the same thing that you've been doing for years and years now, yeah. you know, and you just get into that rhythm, right? Um, I think I want to go ahead since we're already – 13 minutes into the show, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and get into the uh, the preview of this upcoming game against the Houston Texans. And, man, I just got done re-watching that game. And they look about as disorganized as the Colts do in some aspects, even worse in others, right? Yeah. That's what I got out of that is they, they had a lot of penalties, Mm -hmm. Um, their offense, they got offensive line issues, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Uh, I think it has a lot to do with their injuries across their offensive line, though. Yeah, but right. still, they were having serious issues. And I feel like there is places that this Colts team can seriously exploit defensively and offensively uh, when they travel to Houston this Sunday. I will agree with you on that. I think, um, and, and I'm biased, Right. So I'm always going to say the game starts up front. Mm -hmm. But right now, the Colts have a tremendous, tremendous advantage on defense up front. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if that if the D line comes to play like they're supposed to, um, if they take advantage of these guys that are out, you know, Tunzel's out. He didn't he didn't practice. I don't know how long he's out for, if he's going to play or, or, or what. Um, but there's there's holes on the Texans offensive line that the defense can really, you know, take advantage of. I mean, I want to see DeForest Buckner up there. He should have three sacks this game. He should have, you know, six solo tackles and and, and four hurt QB hurries. Like all those guys up front should be pinning their ears back and getting through that 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 line. I, I really think that there's that mismatch there. And then on the other side of the football, you know, I think the Texans have a decent defensive line, but I, I, I'm going to give the edge to our to the Colts' offensive line. I think that it's time now where we kind of establish some type of run game, and whether it's going to be inside or outside, it has to be established. And I feel like if we can get that run game established, I'm not asking for 120, 150 yards rushing on the day, which would be great as offensive lineman, right, from my standpoint. But I'm asking for, you know, like, can we average at least three yards a carry? Please. <laughs> like, can we average three yards? If we can average three yards a carry, we, we win the football game because now we're taking so much pressure off 
Anthony, if we could take some pressure off of his shoulders, the Colts have the advantage. I think the Colts are a far superior team than the Texans um, historically. And right now, just looking at the depth chart, looking at the first from the first game on from in preseason, they look a lot better than the Texans. But I also know that the Colts, we have a lot of work to do as well. Absolutely. Now the the Colts, the Colts have had a lot of success in Houston over the years. Um, and I just got done getting off a podcast with a, a, a Texans, uh, another Texans podcast, and they were their rant. They want to win this game badly to try to put the past behind them and put yeah. a new you know era in front because they just they have not had any luck with the Indianapolis Colts at their own stadium. T.Y. Hilton has owned them. You know, T.Y. and oh Luck have owned them for years. Right? They honestly have a statue of those two down there. They, <laughs> T.Y. T.Y. And, and, and Andrews go, we used to go off down there, man. They used to, yes, I mean, they had cool yes. games. Yeah. Um, um, but I, I agree with the pin in your ears back. The one thing that I worries me, Damian Pierce is a real deal running back in the league, right? So mm-hmm. when you're pinning your ears back and going, make sure you're not leaving your gap when you're doing so, right? Correct. Because if you do that, you're leaving an open lane for a very good running back if it happens to be a run play, right? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, make sure that you stay in your gaps, but make sure that you, you're, you're getting back there uh, behind the line of scrimmage to create that disruption one way or right. another, whether it's the yeah. run game or in the pass game, that disruption, it should be there. We have an incredibly good front seven, and it showed last week, right? right. So that's – I agree with you. That's where the game starts, right, period, end of discussion, that uh, the trenches by far is where the game starts, and we have the huge advantage uh, uh, in that area. Offensively, I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking, first off, Andrew Ogletree, I hope you get off concussion protocol this week. Mm, oh yeah. my goodness, man. That 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 hurt bad. I, I love the fact that you jumped back up real quick, but man, when he jumped back up, I saw him stagger. It wasn't right. Yeah, I saw it too. I said a little no, bit. And I'm like, try to get oh, up with that little waiver that he did. I was like, yeah, no, yeah. Right. But um, he did not practice yesterday. He's got to at least get limited today so mm. that he can get full practice tomorrow. You know, and then possibly, you know, he has to, his first step is he's got to get past it to get limited uh, today so that he could have a chance at playing. If he doesn't at least get limited today, he can't play Sunday because you got to go limited, then full. And then on Saturday, you got to be cleared, you know, yeah. the, the new um, concussion protocol. You know, I'm, I struggle with the concussion deal. Um, just because I know how real it is. Mm-hmm. And I also know just um but it's also a fine line because they're also they're they're like you as soon as you go into the protocol, it's like you gotta go through the hurdles. But at the end of the day, it's like it's serious business, right? So mm-hmm. I hope he is able to play, but if he ain't ready to play, he just ain't ready to play. I'm just I one hundred percent agree. Yeah, with you. like like I, I wanna see the I wanna see the kid out there, I wanna see him doing well, but like if if he's not if he ain't ready to go like like someone else has got to step up right someone oh else yeah definitely to... don't cut this corner. is a game where no you yeah. can't but this is a game where there's he could have a breakout game in, in my opinion um, mm-hmm. against the Texans and I'm like when I saw that saw him get hurt I was like wow 
Mm-hmm. He's out the rest of the game, and he probably ain't gonna be back next week because, you know, depending yeah. on how severe it is, right? Like, yeah, concussions yeah, out of the way. Kylan Grant and I expect to have a monster game. Um, now, looking at the Colts receiving core, the secondary for the Texans, they do have one good, really good quarter in Derek Stingley, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's a second-year player now. Yes. Um, but he, he played pretty good uh, uh, against the Ravens last week. I think he held his guy to like three catches for like, 20 yards or something like that for the whole game whenever his guy was targeted, which is pretty impressive. Um, So first off, we need to find a way, in my opinion, yes, obviously wide receivers want to see more from them this game than what we did uh, last week. But again, I feel like we have very good talent at the tight end position for this ending up. The athleticism, and, you know, the ability to create mismatches, I think, favors the Indianapolis Colts tight ends across the board. Even if Andrew Ogletree can't play, we might end up, you know, Will Mallory, the rookie, who also showed a lot of promise in, in the preseason, preseason right? Yeah. You know, that's a, a guy I feel like he could probably step in for Ogletree when needed and be that, you know, very similar to Kylan Granson as that vertical quick threat that passing threat of a tight end yeah um i think that's that's a situation that's that's important but you are 100 right we cannot walk into this game and average 2.1 yards a run and expect to win anything okay (laughs) i mean you got to get yourself into manageable situations and if on first down you're getting 2.1 yards that's you're you're setting yourself up at second and eight that's not a good advantage situation. That's that's putting you in a hole, right? Now, um, sec- second and six sounds a lot better, and we can open the playbook up a little bit more. We can exactly. do things, you know. Exactly. So, and we're at third and six now. That's a bad situation, right? Because <laughs> if you're only getting two yards on first down, two yards on second, next thing you know, you're third and six. Defense knows you're not running the football. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yourself in a better position. I think, you know, like the Colts really have to have to come out. And I think an emphasis this week to beat the Texans is going to be we've got to establish the run game. Mm-hmm. We've got to come out. We've got to it's, – it's not we have to establish the pass game. It ain't that. It's going to be we have to establish the run game. And if we can do that, now we get when you get an extra guy out of the box, we're not having seven guys in the box. We're not having a safety over the top. They have to respect our passing game, and now that really opens up the run game even more. But that also opens up Anthony Richardson to be able to open up his like Pandora's box when it comes to him of doing some different things. You know what I'm saying? And the run, and I'm a preface. I'm gonna say this too: the run game cannot be Anthony Richardson all design runs. It can't be that, right? It can't be power. You know, QB. You know, keep. Right? It's got to be because like you don't want to see what we saw last Sunday with our, you know, number one draft pick walking out of the stadium with a bag of ice around his knee. Like, it's not something we want to see. And it's not just be precautionary. His knee was sore. Right. Yeah, so we want to keep him healthy and he's got to learn too. He's got to slide. He's got to, but if you're, if you're doing, if you're, you know, quarterback design runs, ain't but so much sliding you can do. Cause you got to put your show down and get a yard. Um, you know, so 
we got to establish it with these running backs, and there's a, a huge task for the offensive line. And I already know that 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 meeting room this week, it is there's a lot of focus on that meeting room. I, I guarantee you that, that that meeting room has the most focus on. It. I bet you they had coaches on the on 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 the the you know offensive line coaches. He might even pop his head in there while they're watching film. He might you know come, came and said something during you know the offensive uh, meeting unit meetings. They're saying something. But they all know we got to get that. We got to get the run game going to take some pressure off of our quarterback. Absolutely, and you got to have a threat of a deep pass occasionally, and there was zero threats of that. Now the Colts ran a lot of go and fly patterns in the in the uh, game against the Jaguars, mm-hmm. but they were never thrown to, right? Because of just a lot of short, quick passes by Anthony Richardson. There were times when Richardson had time in the pocket where he had a clean pocket where he could have, you know, sat there and went, okay, one, 1,000. All right. No, two, 1,000. All right. No, three, 1,000. Oh, look, there's Alec Pierce wide open. No one within 10 yards of him, 40 yards down the field. Right. You know, (laughs) we got to be able to at least take a shot occasionally. If you see even one-on-one coverage down the field, with no safety help, take a shot once in a while, right? Yeah. Because at least that will present uh, a different challenge to the defense to where they don't have to be crept up all the time. They actually have to be worried about that deep shot once in a while. Yeah. And yeah. that'll open things up for your run game and, you know, your short passing game and things of that nature. Take those shots once in a while. Um Anthony Richardson was known for his shots. You know, he, he's got a beautiful yeah. deep ball. Let him use yeah. it occasionally. <laughs> you don't have to use it a lot. Th- two to four times a game is enough, in my opinion. Two to four times, just that threat. And at least early on, that you threat. Know what? Because he can throw a deep ball is great, right? But you got to be able to throw an accurate deep ball. When I say throw an accurate deep ball, I'm saying it's either – a playable ball or it's not a playable ball, not a mm-hmm. ball that goes up and it's the safety or the corners up there waiting just to pick it off because it's either a little bit underthrown or it's severely overthrown and the safety mm-hmm. just gets, it. it's got to be either you're able to throw that ball and put it, put it right, right in the basket or it's out of bounds and it's not playable. Mm-hmm. So it's a turnover. And I think, I, I think they don't fully trust Anthony yet to be able to make that decision, um, throwing that deep ball, if it's going to be just up for grabs, a 50-50 ball, or is it going to be, you know, uh, unplayable? And it's like, all right, we live to see another down. I just don't feel like they have that confidence yet to just, you know what I'm saying, release the reins for him. I, but at some point, a ball's got to get thrown down the field. Week two, week three, we got to start – because if we don't do that, then we're just making it harder on the offensive line, mm-hmm. making it harder on our run game. We're making it harder on – um, you know, just the whole offense in general, because we're just condensing our playbook. So if they can open it up, I think I I, I feel like they will open it up. I feel like they're gonna take a shot early in this game to make the uh make the Texans have to respect their passing game. And I feel like if they take that shot within the first couple of series of the game, the Texans have to respect the pass game, they're gonna have to back off and play off the ball a little bit. And that's gonna open up some things for them in up front in the run game. They have to do it. Well, yeah, and there's ways. I I fully expect the majority of the defenses that the Colts play against will be running a lot of cover two, cover three 
um, defense uh, zones, right? Yeah. Because of the fact that Anthony Richardson can move. And you want all 11 guys with their eyes back on the quarterback and take in case he takes off. I get that. I understand that. But there are absolutely ways you can scheme up different routes to where you can make a safety, make a decision. Am I going to be helping him or am I covering this guy over the middle? You know, and that'll give uh, those offer those deep shot opportunities for Anthony Richardson, where, you know, maybe it's a busted coverage. Maybe he gets one on one. You know, you can mm-hmm. do that. And because and, and, I had a lot of questions from guys on Twitter about, well, can't you scheme that open? You absolutely can. There were op- there were opportunities all the time. You know, you get uh, the inside guy running uh, a corner route. You get the outside guy running, you know, a post route, kind of like a center route, right? Yeah, exactly. You got to make in, in some. You got to make a decision mm-hmm. um, on who you're covering, right? Like exactly, especially when you, it's cover one or cover two. Something like someone's. You have to go with someone. So if there's got these crossing routes, be able to confuse the defense a little bit, or just make them have to pick who's going to who or who's covering who or someone's going to mess up at some point. Right. But it can't be our quarterback. He's got to make the right read. And so that's the difficult part, right? We can scheme it up, but now it comes down to our quarterback making the right read and and, and throwing the right ball to the right receiver. Again, um, another thing, uh, like I said, it seemed like that uh, in game one, Richardson was on kind of a, 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 a throw ticker. Right. He had to get rid of the ball within a certain period of time in his mind, it seemed like, mm-hmm. because it was like all really quick passes. In college, I understand there wasn't a lot of great tape, but what I did see from him was he knew how to look safeties off. Mm-hmm. Right. I watched that from him. I could watch him look this way, and he'd look that way, and the safety would kind of creep over and he'd just be like, bam, you know, and shoot mm-hmm. once the safety moved a little bit. Uh, got got him moving. Do that as well. I understand that's going to add an extra second, you know, to him holding the football to 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 look a safety off. But you could add that with your crossing patterns, with your your scissors and all that stuff. So, absolutely, man. Uh, th- there's opportunities there. Now, obviously, you want to put a guy in as much of a a, a positive situation as you can. Uh, make sure you know the running back is back there to help with in case there's a blitz or something of that nature that he doesn't Correct. see things things like that. But yeah. there's there's definitely ways to do it, and I'm hoping that Steichen and Jim Bob Cooter, the the offensive coordinator, yeah. realize this. I have faith in them. I like I said, I saw a lot of good stuff in the first half that I was like, this is amazing. I want to see more of this. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I, I got a feeling. Well, I got a feeling they didn't want to show their whole hand week one. Right. I mean, you don't want to do that. Right. No. I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think it's that they didn't want to show their hand week one. I think that they, that, that they didn't want to put too much on Mm-mm. everybody's plate in week one. Yeah. If, if they had a more seasoned offensive offensive line, a more seasoned offense in general, our playbook is open. Now, what is going to be the scheme for this game and what are we planning to do in this game? Certain plays aren't going to work against this team. But I just felt like they were like, all right, we can't do too much. We're going to do this, what we've been practicing for this the past two weeks since the preseason's kind of been over with, preparing for this game and evaluating what was going to work. 
and try to make sure that we fine tune that. And so that kind of condensed their playbook to you saw that's what they practiced those first two weeks. What they did in the fourth quarter, in my opinion, is what they've been doing all training camp, right? With everyone else that didn't make the roster, that didn't make the team, where we're just running our basic offense, who can run this, who can run that, so we can evaluate guys. And that's what they went back to in the fourth quarter was the basic offense. It wasn't what we were practicing the last two weeks. You know what I'm saying? And so when they went back to that, it was defense looking around like, two by two set this is very very vanilla they're just trying to get a score they're trying to move the ball down the field not confusing a bump bump you know check check you know making checks and all that kind of stuff you saw it wasn't as many calls if you really watch the defense this is what i want fans to really look at watch everything right try to try to go back and watch everything watch what the defense was doing in the fourth quarter on to for for jacksonville watch how they they were more relaxed right they were just able mm-hmm. they, they they out physical you know, the Colts in all up front for sure, at linebacker for sure, when they were making tackles coming up, they were just way more aggressive because there was less to think about. Yep. But when you have putting guys in motion and you're coming out with unbalanced looks and you got, you know, four four offensive linemen on one, on one side of the ball, right, and you got a tight end on the backside, now you're like, okay, unbalanced look, how do we, how do we defend this, making sure you're getting guys lined up the correct way and you run out the back door, that's confusing to a defense, mm-hmm. especially when there wasn't any tape on them, right? So now this stuff might not work as well against the Texans because there's tape on that, and we know how to defend that. So it's going to be very interesting to see what the Colts come up with in this you know, this, this window of this week in these three practices that they can fine-tune to feel comfortable with to open up the playbook or open up you know, the offense even more to be able to get a W down in there. And they have to, first off, first off, we're not go. we cannot go 0-2 in the division to start the season off. We cannot. We can't go 0-2 in the record, and we can't be 0-2 in the division to start things off with. I, I really feel like I'm mad at whoever made this um, schedule for the Colts. Like, don't 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 give me two divisional games at the beginning of the season like this with a rookie quarterback. You crazy? But that's neither here nor there. But we can't go 0-2, so we got to figure out a way where we can scrap together a win and if it's going to be going basic, but we got to do things the correct way, it's getting the running game going. Absolutely. And speaking of the speaking of the run game, the final point I want to make is we can't make the mistake that we did in Jacksonville offensively, and that is give the ball to the opposing team in good field position as many times as we did Jacksonville. We gave Jacksonville the ball to start their drives at the 40 yard line or further seven times between failed fourth down conversions, interceptions, and two running back fumbles, right? That's too many times given the opposing offense, good field position. We didn't start talking about and, turnovers. And, and, a, and a special teams mess up on, on the return, right? Where mm-hmm. yeah, they had a great return as well. Uh, that that's that's something that we have to clean up. We cannot. This is a a game of field position, and you can't let them have the ball in such great field position that often, and expect the defense to, you know, game in game out, drive in drive out when they're you know starting at the forty to hold them to nothing or a field goal every drive. It's just it, it, that's that's a lot to ask of a defense. It really is. It really. I mean. You know, we didn't even get to it, but turnovers are your kryptonite. 
on any mm-hmm. team. You know, I, I learned that very quickly. Uh, in college, you can turn the ball over and get away with a win sometimes. In the league, if you win the turnover battle, 90-something percent of the time, you're going to win the football game. So if we turn the ball over more than them, chances are we're not going to win the football game. Mm-hmm. And so there's really no room for error when it comes to ball security. We've got to be secure with the football, whether that's throwing the ball or running the ball. We can't turn the ball over. And so when you look at it, the Colts really shot themselves a lot. in the They shot themselves in the foot a lot with the turnovers, with the poor field position. Um, and they got to do a way better job of punting the ball, right, moving the ball, pinning them back, um, you know, in special teams, right? We can't give up those big returns. Just like you said, the big return killed you in the wrong time, right? And so, mm-hmm. like, there's really no great time for it, but when it's crunch time, we definitely don't need it. Um, and so, you know, those things are things that they have to clean up as well. It's not just, okay, let's play better on defense. Let's play better on offense. Like, let's look at what works inside of that. Like, what's what was our what, – what broke us down a little bit? It was the turnovers. It was the poor field position. It was the poor special teams plays at, at certain times where you have to put a complete game together on all three. Like I said, to start this thing off with in all three phases of the of, of a football game to be able to win a football game, right? And so they got to do that week two, clean that stuff up so that they can be able to, you know, really kind of sit back and, and and get – I just want to see Anthony Richardson get more comfortable. And we can do that because I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, Houston ain't lighting it up over there either. Let's just be clear. Like, Stroud ain't lighting it up over there. That I saw a lot of holes, and in, in he, he, he took a lot of hits. He took a lot of hits on Sunday, last yep, Sunday. That, um, you know, Anthony didn't take a ton of big hits like how Stroud did. Right. And he don't have the stature like Anthony does to where he can take those hits. Right. And so I'm seeing these things where they're 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 not super old, like uber aggressive either. Right. They want to get the ball out of CJ Stroud's hands fast, too. And we got to understand that. And I'm just what I'm saying, like when it's pass plays, this defensive line's got to get to him because they, they like to move CJ Stroud around, too. Right. And so it's going to come down to they're trying to, you know, run, run, run bootlegs and they're going to try to do some movement passes. And we just got to get back there and make him feel uncomfortable as well to make him make some bad decisions. You know, and I think that they will turn the ball over more than we will if we can open our run game up. Absolutely. Let's get into the prediction as we're coming down to the end of the show. Uh, what is your prediction for this Sunday? I'm saying 24-17 Colts. That's weird. That was the exact score that I had in my head, right? No, I, I feel like the Colts, I, I, I honestly, I don't expect the Indianapolis Colts to have, to play a perfect game. Uh, I, I still feel like, you know, obviously there's a lot of work in progress, but I feel like that they're going to execute better than what they did last week, especially on offense in different areas. They won't be perfect by any means, but right. the execution across the offensive line should look a little bit better. Um, I, I feel like the running game should look a little bit better. It's just a, the little things. And I was noticing it wasn't like a terrible situation where a whole uh, position group was having bad, bad days. It was, you know, one little tweak with one guy, right, mm-hmm. on one specific play. If he plays this a little bit differently, uh, maybe, you know, uh, a certain offensive lineman able to get that extra step in, yes. that little extra push, that play uh, goes from uh, a one-yard run game to five or six, yes. you know. that it, Literally, it's a game of inches turns into yards. And 
I feel like there's, like you said, they're going to be hard in the training room, hard in the film room. They're going to get a little bit better. I feel like the Colts, Zach Moss should be back this week. That's going to be a plus uh, yeah. for the running game. And I feel like, yes, the Colts should come away. Uh, defensively, I feel like the Colts will probably show a little bit more man coverage than they did uh, last week against Trevor Lawrence. I get C.J. Stroud can run a little bit, but I am not afraid of C.J. Stroud's deep ball because every yeah. time he threw that thing deep, he was 10 yards off the mark, yeah. right? Uh, so I, I feel like – yeah, I feel like you could play a little bit of man, um, which is a lot easier for corners, especially young and experienced corners, man coverage. Every, all corners can play man. It takes a little bit of time uh, to, to really get comfortable in, in, in different zone schemes. Right. So, um, yeah, I like the 24-17. Uh, any final words? We get the run game going. We're good. Guys, I got, I'll continue to say – Give Anthony Richardson some grace. I saw some great things come from him on Sunday with him being poised, um, with him kind of, you know, really trying to command the offense. And I think that that's all we can ask for. It's only week two. You know, this is the evolution of of a, of a football team. Uh, I believe, right, no pun intended, that, uh, you know, the Colts will be victorious. I think that they will have a better outcome than a lot of us are expecting. And I must just say, I'm saying 24-17 because I'm going to go on the low end of the spectrum, but I think they're going to have a blow-up game where they're going to get in the 30s. But I don't, 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 don't quote me on that. Uh, but I don't want to get everyone too excited. But I really feel like they, they're going to figure out who they are and, um, and it's going to be a fun season to watch them. Absolutely. Uh, the opportunity is there for a good offensive performance. Uh, thank you again. Uh, everybody also thank you for being here this was believe in colts i'm lawrence owen that's donald thomas this was believe in colts brought to you by bet online and as usual go colts go colts do you believe thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.